on maynard.com.au. Hey, you! Come on, get out of the bath. You're clean enough. It's time for Bunga Bunga 66. Bunga Bunga 66. Do you mean there have been 65 Bunga Bungas and this is the one after that? Wash behind your ears. Let me put something on. That's Tim Ferguson. And that is Maynard. Hello, darling. Bunga Bunga 66, two-thirds of the way to the devil. Two-thirds of the way, it's the last third that really counts, the last angry inch of the devil. Mind you, the show went to buggery quite a long time ago. That's what we like about it. On today's show, you will hear this. Mally was apprehended by London police who were forced to let him go, as friendliness to strangers is not a crime until next year. You'll hear that. It must be a thrill facing a real person instead of a bloody ostrich. And Tim, I know you're interested in this. It's all I well, listen to this, but don't let it bring you down. And the dog ate the cat with a gobble gobble clap, and the bird in the air went on the dog. How could it? Bunga Bunga News. I just did the Adelaide Fringe Festival, which was at the time the only Fringe Festival happening anywhere on the planet Earth because of our good friends at Coronavirus. And i got to say, Adelaide came alive, Maynard. They were on fire, the streets were filled with people. It was a wonderful time. It was Adelaide a lady, just like in the song. Yep. But was Rundle Street a lady? That's the difficult question. Rundle Street's okay. But then, of course, if you're from Adelaide, you know that you never get off Rundle Street. You don't go down Hindley Street because Hindley Street has not changed at all. It is the same den of iniquity that it always was, which is why we love Adelaide. i got to say thank you to all the people for Adelaide. we got huge houses, really exciting stuff to be up and out on the road once more. What's been happening in your life? I did some presentations at the Newcastle Fringe Festival, and I've got to say, if you get a chance to see the OMG WTF show, go see it. And if you get a chance to see the Betty Bang Bang Variety Wild West show, you're in for a good time. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Good on you, Newcastle. That's why they built the new... Does it actually have a new castle? It's got a Nobbies. That's even better. A shout out to also Unplanned Melodies and the Wine Mums. What are the Wine Mums about? They give some advice and do a bit of dancing. How many of them are there? We only need two. You only need two Wine Mums and you've got a, you've got a gang? If you've got one cask, two Wine Mums is enough anymore and they're going to run out. That sounds absolutely awesome. Where can I see these people again? Go to the Wine Mums or the Unplanned Melodies page to find that or the OMG WTF show in which a recorder was played by someone's nether parts on stage. I'm going to use the Google machine. And the Betty Bam Bang Variety Show is around the country all the time. In fact, I think she's doing a few gigs in Sydney. If you like your burlesque, it's the place to go. And speaking of burlesque, Tim, I've discovered this great album here. I've discovered a lot of albums lately. I listen to a lot of music for no apparent reason. I've been listening to Bald Bill Hagen. You're obviously a big fan. 
I'm a huge fan. I love Bald Bill. His career really took off once he lost his hair. Well, it made more sense. Well, he has the album Music to Strip By, Party Fun Songs from the Golden Age of Burlesque, and he does a version of Night Train, best known the James Brown version, which sounds like this. I was thinking, yeah, you couldn't strip to that. Well, wait till it gets the bald Bill Hagen treatment, hey? You should run your burlesque show to that tune. Yeah, but I always strip to this music. I can see why there was a problem. I mean, <laughs> there's no tension. There's no release. There's no clothes. <laughs> they laughed at you, Tim, didn't they? They did. They laughed. They mistook what I was trying to achieve. <laughs> I have a gig coming up, everybody, and it's free too, in Sydney at the Botany View Hotel from 7 o'clock onwards on Saturday, the 24th of April. See you there, and it's free. I will definitely be there. Oh. Hang on, Tim, I just got a message from Lance Leppard. He's probably pretty excited about the gig on the 24th. I'll just have a listen. Hang on. Hi, Maynard, it's Lance. I'm excited about the 24th, but when is the 24th? (laughs) Bye-bye. Anyway, Tim, you were saying? I'm coming up at the Opera House. Oh, bullshit. It is. I know it sounds like bullshit. Why would you put me on there? Because I can't even sing opera, but I'm going to be on at the Opera House in August. That is doing Fast Life on Wheels. Start saving for your tickets now. Has this been a choice on your part or because no one will give you a gig in town? I've played the Opera House several times and it's kind of a good venue. The acoustics are okay, but it looks like the audience is quite uncomfortable. You once damaged the bassoon. I did more than damage the bassoon, but we made friends after. There'll be some more video live stream quizzes coming up. We call the quiz We Don't Care because I'm sick of all these people caring about stuff. They care about the questions. They care about the answers. We're the quiz that doesn't either. Just to teach you a lesson. We should get in some crank mail, shall we? Crank it. Crank it up. Open the crank mail. Crank mail. Crank mail. Crank mail. There seems to be some urination going on there. Yes, there is. <laughs> I keep it quiet because we don't want to scare it off. What or who is it? It's a grizzly bear, so we don't want to attract any attention. That, that, that's a black bear. That is. It's a big black grizzly bear, and it's having a bit of a twinkle, taking a bit of quiet time for itself. Does the bear shit in the woods? Who knows? But it's definitely having a twinkle in the Australian bush. Can you see any wombats around? No, they know what's what. Got a few crank mail questions here. Our first one comes from a Patreon, and we thank the Patreons. They're the listeners who really count on this show. <laughs> Peter Young in Orange. Peter Young, Patreon. Who's just bought himself a Tesla. You know, it's good to have two. Peter Young writes, I see there is very little Daryl Summers memorabilia on eBay nowadays. Does that mean that my Daryl Summers solo CD, Songlines, is finally worth something? Of course, if I do sell it, I'll need to get a new coaster for my drinks. Daryl's album. (laughs) 
great drum solos. Very hard to get your hands on. And if you are going for a drum solo album, I'd go for the Bob Crane, the lead on Hogan's Heroes. His album of drum solos is actually probably better than Daryl Summers. That's a line ball, man. That's a line ball. You're really always overstepping the mark. We can see from the front cover of Song Lines, and I do recommend that listeners go and have a look at that. Daryl's having a look at the music there. He's reading music. <laughs> That's hilarious. Daryl reading music? Daryl is a drummer, and drummers aren't known for being able to tell you where a bass cliff's held. So what would you suggest? Do you think it's time for Peter Young to sell it, or you think, hold on to it? Waltzing Matilda, Daryl Summer. Once a jolly swagman camped by a billabong Under the shade of a cooler bar tree And he sang as he watched and waited till his billy boiled We are going to do something now. I'm an avid collector of Star Wars toys, as you know, Pete, and so I would say hold on to it because if something is not on eBay, it means people are holding on to it like it's money. So maybe a little bit longer, and then your Daryl Summers album will really be worth something. Crank mail. From Jess, she writes, Is the S or the C silent in scent? Wow, that's good. The yeah. S or the C in scent. Yes. S-C-E-N-T. Nice scent you've got there. Which one is silent, the C or the S? Is it the S? I'll go with the C. We can have a split decision on this. We can only ask Jessica if she could write back to us someday to tell us which one of them is silent. It's a very good question and it's going to plague all of us. Do what everyone else does. Ask your mum. Hey, what the big Crank mail. From Bernie Sides of Newcastle. He says he really misses Vince Johnson and the Rubber Mangoes, which was the brass ensemble that I was in in 1980. Here's what they sound like. This is what he's missing. Poor Bernie missing that. Which one of the mangoes were you? I was a trombone player. Oh, man, and you still play a damn good trombone. Let's hear a bit of that. Maynard F. Sharp Crabs. Yeah. It's great to know that somebody remembers you from your very earliest work. It's like someone remembering your teenage poetry <laughs> just when you don't want to be reminded. Thanks for that, Bernie Sides. It's good to know you remember that. But popular culture and music has indeed moved on quite a bit since 1980. A little. I was working at the same age with Episcopalian Hillsong trio called the Doug Anthony All-Stars. It's very embarrassing to look back now on just the naivety of the sweet, sweet songs we used to sing. I fuck dogs. In the but nobody knows about that in my dark, distant past, but it's great to get it out there again. A pensioner, a cripple, 
crank mail here from Rebecca Jones. She says she likes my shirt. I know that Rebecca Jones can be pretty tough. She gets it. Crank mail. From Peter. This is a good one. Everybody, listen up. What if every country has ninjas, but we only know about Japanese ninjas because they're so bad at hiding it? Wow. Too much. That's changed everything. So I just feel like I've just smoked an ounce of dope. What was the first ninja TV show? I think it was Shintaro, the guys jumping backwards into the trees. Ninja. And very well trained ones too. Shintaro. It is not commonly known, but General Takeda did not die a natural death. The truth is, he was assassinated. And the ones who murdered him were the Iga Society of Ninja. The Iga Society of Ninja. I've already told you. You better go home now. The temple priest doesn't talk to dirty little tramps. You're the one that's a tramp. All Japanese. Meanwhile, the German ninjas quietly tiptoe in the background. You never hear about the Italian ninjas. No. And they're the well-dressed ones. Maybe that's why you don't. Like, oh, there's, geez, those guys spent a lot of money. Hang on, they're they're ninjas. And also the Newtown Sydney ninjas. I mean, it just looks like tight-fitting black lycra. But in fact... They're being ninjas. You drive down King Street, it's Ninja City. And if you say, can I get a coffee, where are they? Nope, they cannot be found. Please, can you just bring me that cafe latte? And the waiters don't turn up. If you want to send us some crank mail for the next show, you can just get that in through the Bunga Bunga Facebook page or you can send it directly to Tim at his Twitter. Which is at Real Tim Ferguson. That's Real Tim Ferguson. Or you can drop me an email at Maynard at Maynard.com.au. Do not DM me on Facebook. I just don't read it. I tell you what, if you've got any other products of mine that you ever want, including bathtubs, a future, a relationship. Who could forget the Tim Ferguson deep freezer? The deep freezer and also the Tim Ferguson grill. Go to cheekymonkeycomedy.com. Pick up your Tim Ferguson grill, your artworks, your books. And for fans of the Castanet Club, the exhibition date hasn't been announced, but the Newcastle Museum will be having a complete Castanet Club exhibition running from July sometime through to October this year. So plan your holiday to Newcastle now. There's not something you hear every day. And will you be making an exhibition of yourself there, Maynard? On the opening night, but there is still no date announced for that, just sometime in July. As I've said, the lasting success and enduring popularity of the Castanet Club is mainly due to the fact that I didn't do much. When the moon is in the seven clouds And Jupiter aligns with Mars Then peace will guide the planet And love will steer the stars This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius Age of Aquarius That's what Robert De Niro says. We'll just get that guy, don't get him to do much, and we'll be across the line. You look at the Godfather films. What worked? Nobody really does all that much. 
Well, and most early morning talent on radio, commercial radio, they don't do much either because most of it's music and ads, and in between they just call each other idiots. It's easy. Right now, it's time to take a journey in the Tim Tunnel as Tim goes back in time and somehow tries to make sense of the past. Tim's historical hypothetical, where we ask him, so, what do you think, smartass? I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I haven't prepared. I haven't got anything to say. On the 2nd of February 1988, in the UK House of Lords, I know that place too well. Four lesbians abseiled into the House of Lords on that day to protest about Section 28 they were voting on, which would ban the teaching of any kind of homosexuality of any sort in schools in the Greater London area, I believe it was. They abseiled there, and that was pretty good, good protest. But in 2017, four other lesbians climbed into the House of Parliament in order to put up a blue plaque commemorating the abseiling back in 1988. And the question for you, Tim, is why always in groups of four? And why didn't they do something about the fence? They actually lowered the fence by the sound of it in 2017 because they were able to climb over it where they had to abseil in. I think there's a couple of things going on here, Tim. Greater social impact. If you go abseiling with just one person, it's not so good too. It just seems like a fun ride. Three, people go, ooh, who's that comedy trio? Once you have four, all of a sudden, the point you were trying to make, which was, what was it? They were protesting Section 28. Interestingly enough, you never hear anything about Section 29. Section 28 or 29, gone in history. And why? Because four people abseiled in. Good on them. And if you look at the way British society is holding together now, it was fair enough to make sure that that law was stopped. In Britain, the idea of any kind of sexuality at all was invented in the 1950s. Go, sisters, go. You think the four is greater social impact, but what about five? That would be even more. Five, again, people are starting to think, oh, they're selling me something. Like it's uh, the famous five, the lesbian five. As soon as you get that, you think you're being sold something that involves children, detectives with a dog. Effect positive change. Yes, what he said. Tim Ferguson's historical, hypothetical, explaining history to you, but making it up worse, really. What? Yeah, using finger puppets is much easier than using words for me at this stage. Ah, yes, but if you've got to go somewhere in a hurry, you need a bug-out bag, and everybody wants to know... What's in Maynard's bug-out bag? Thank you in the pizza booth, Tim Ferguson. Very nice there. How's the, how's the, how's the oven coming along? It's coming along just fine. 380 degrees with a fan. Well, like I said, I've been rediscovering a bit of music lately and I went down to the early 80s section of our record collection and dug out two CDs there, Crimea River and Marigold, or Marigold, depending on how you'd like to say it, uh, two compilations of Mari Wilson from Japan. And I was looking at the price of this, and I this is 91, and I paid $47 for this CD in 1991. Wow. I guess I have to ask on behalf of everybody, why? Well, the other question is, what would that be in today's money? And I actually checked it out. Factoring in inflation, it would now be worth, if I was paying that money now, that would be like buying a CD now for $98 in 2021 money. 
And here's the kicker. How many times have you played the album at home? Well, originally, I probably would have played it a bit on Triple J and on Sunday Afternoon Fever and a couple of times at home. And every once in a while, I'd take it out and play a couple of tracks. But I've been listening to it all the way through. Mari Wilson, great performer and singer of the early 80s. And you didn't actually get her much in Australia because the rumour is that Molly Meldrum was not a fan. Molly ran rock and roll, didn't he? Yeah. So, so you'd only see her turning up on top of the pops when they were filling in for Countdown when they're on a break. That's why a lot of those great polka songs vanished when Molly was in charge of Countdown. Oh, look, I'm hoping to get an interview with her one time soon, but there's Just What I Always Wanted. Ecstasy. Beware, Boyfriend. Great version of Cry Me a River. Well, you can cry me a river. Cry me a river. I cried a river over you. You can see why they call her Miss Beehive. What a striking woman. Never ran into her in your travels with the Das? We may well have, but I had a blindfold on most of those years. Did you ever find out which member it was of Banana Rama you had the woohoo with? A lot of people have been asking me, so yes. who was it? And I've been asking myself. And, and oddly enough, none of the three have came forward and admitted it. Wow. And so if I'm going out a window in a hurry with a 45 revolver and a bug out bag, in that bug out bag will be a Mari Wilson CD. It's time to get serious. It's been a show that's been full of something. What do you think it's been full of, Jim? It's been full of itself. It's bulging at the sides. So if you're still in the bath and have been too scared to get out, don't get out now. It's too late for you because it's time for Tim Ferguson's right of reply to a question nobody asked. Don't expect too much. Tim. What a disappointment Joe Biden has been. What, that young dynamic man hasn't impressed you? He has not impressed me. Before, if someone was going to get bitten at the White House, the president would do it. President Trump would bite that person. But oh, no, no, Joe Biden gets his own family pet dogs to bite that person. Here's a big, fat question. When was the last time you said to people, quiet, I'm listening to what the president's about to say? Probably around November 16th of the last year. Joe Biden is sending America back to sleep. And until we get to 2024 for the next election, which will, hold your breath, people, be the incredible return of Donald Trump as president. He's good for comedy, he's good for comedians, and he's great for hair products. So stop complaining. You'll look back on the Trump years as they were the interesting times when you actually took a passing interest in the news. Are we going to get a bit of bunga bunga bingo going here and want to pick a date or a potential time before we get President Harris? Kamala Harris? Yeah. Depending how many burgers Joe Biden eats, we could get President Harris really quite quickly. I'll go for next year sometime. And she will do an amazing job until President Trump wants to come back in. Don't expect too much. We really are in the end times. 
How's your end time been as far as getting vaccinated, Tim? Have you got a vaccinated program coming up? I talked to my GP and said, when do I get a vaccine? And he said, well, you can get the AstraZeneca. I said, well, hang on. What about the other vaccines? He said, well, there's Johnson and Johnson. I said, hang on, slow down there, partner. I want a vaccine that I invent. (laughs) So I'm working on my own vaccine because you really can't trust the other ones. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm a make-your-own-vaxxer. Get onto it, people. People who are saying, I'm not going to take a vaccine, are perfectly entitled to completely out themselves as being morons. No, I don't trust it. Why? Well, because, um, um, well, that wins my argument. If you're not going to have a vaccine, it's not because you're stupid. It's because you don't like facts and you want to die. On that cheery, life-affirming note, that brings an end to Bunga Bunga 66. You want to die saying, I told you so. Wait, no, I didn't. Uh, fantastic. Thank you very much, Maynard. An extraordinary job from you once again. Let's have some dancing as we always do at the end of the show. Dance, dance, dance. Dance like your bath water depends upon it. That was Maynard. And that was Tim bringing you Bunga Bunga 66. See you in Bunga Bunga 67. Bunga Bunga.
Banga. You better go home now. The temple priest doesn't talk to dirty little tramps. You're the one that's a tramp. On Maynard.com.au. Hey, you! Bryson and Hugh. Everything digital.